Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning once again, Radio Family. Welcome back. Another weekend edition of Community Focus officially begins. Thank you for joining us and for tuning in here on our intercom stations. It is, once again, the weekend and every Saturday and Sunday morning, a wonderful opportunity to talk to members of our Community Focus family, especially when we get to welcome the newbies to the show. Now, this is a program that you likely have heard about in and about the community before, but he's only a newbie, and this is my first time to engage in great conversation. We're going to share with you and help you to learn more about the Scholarship Community Focus Program. That that rhymes with community focus. It has a nice Mm -hmm. ring to it. Mm -hmm. As I say good morning to you, Andre S. Richardson. And you just earned your Ph.D., did you not? I sure did at Con- North Carolina A&T, yes. Wonderful. So I got an Aggie up in the house. Right, right. Congratulations Thank to you, you doctor. Much. But you said it was Thank okay yes. if we just keep it personal and just refer to you as Andre. Yes, that's fine. Well, good morning, Andre. How are you? I'm doing well today. How are you? Doing well. Thank you very much. And thank you for this wonderful program known as the Scholarship Community Focus Program. Now, for some of the community who may have heard of it and mm-hmm. for especially others who have not, Give us a little bit of background information. Tell us what is the Scholarship Community Focus Program to start with. Oh, this is a program that started about three years ago with the uh, Kappa Lambda chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated in partnership with the College of Education at North Carolina A&T State University. So uh, we felt the need to uh, educate people about scholarships and how to get scholarships and Absolutely. how to just do the research and, and right. how to basically break yourself down in, in different components and things mm-hmm. about yourself right. so that you can get scholarships. And oftentimes people don't really understand uh, the different ways they can get scholarship and also the different things that are out there for scholarships. Absolutely. And that's an excellent point, Andre, because the timing of our conversation really is at an appropriate time. We're getting closer to not only the spring months, mm-hmm. summer is just around the corner. I know a lot of kids are, are ready for not only their summer break, but especially when we look at our juniors and seniors and our various high schools here locally and especially including across the country. Mm -hmm. And what's on the mind of a lot of moms and dads and and parents and and grandparents possibly, Mm -hmm. aunts and uncles and and everybody in the family, what's the next step, especially if they have a son or daughter who wants to further their education, they want to go to a fine school, a fine HBCU such Mm -hmm. as North Carolina A&T State University, There's always that pressing question in the back of their mind, how am I going to pay for college? Especially as we see that that higher education can be very expensive depending upon where they go. But more importantly, how they can really, like you said, take the necessary steps and getting the scholarship money. And the key with scholarships is this is monies that aren't always have to be paid back. Right, that's true. So basically free money yes, yes. For, for many families. So how wonderful that we have this with the Scholarship Community Focus Program. So who benefits, Andre, from the program and, as you just mentioned, what the program is all about? 
Well, this conference is, is designed for ninth grade uh, to twelfth grade minority male and female students, uh, particularly African American students, uh, and, and those students in the tenth and eleventh grade are strongly encouraged mm -hmm. uh, to register to attend. And uh, so, space is very limited, which is why we want people to go to the website and register online uh, at klscholars.com. That's mm -hmm. K-L-S-C-H-O-L-A-R-S.com, K-L-S-C-H-O-L-A-R-S.com. Uh, we want people to go ahead and register for the conference so that we can uh, plan accordingly uh, for the number of people that may attend. Excellent. And Andre, we're going to make sure that we continually repeat that information okay. to where they can get registered. Love the fact, too, and this is very key for parents and for a lot of our students who are likely listening to our program here this morning mm -hmm. on the weekend edition of Community Focus. The earlier you start searching yes. for those scholarships, yes. the better, because unfortunately, there may be those, and let's just say worst case scenarios, mm -hmm. that a lot of our kids don't hear about these scholarships until right. practically their senior year. Right. Mm -hmm. And that really doesn't give them enough time because you only have a few months to transition True. from high school into college. And whether you go to a, a two-year mm -hmm. or four-year university, right. knowing that there are monies out there that can literally help pay for the duration of their stay when we talk about an institute of higher learning, it's really good that you're encouraging the kids and the parents mm -hmm. listening to take advantage of this opportunity as soon as possible. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that, that's why we want to get the word out there uh, to parents and students to let them know, as you stated, the earlier you prepare, the better. Absolutely. And, and preparation is definitely key. You touched on this a few minutes ago. The program's been in existence for how long again? Uh, we've been doing it for about three years. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's the backstory on that? How did the concept for putting the Scholarship Community Focus Program come about? Well, uh, one of the members of uh, the organization is, is actually the dean of the College of Education at North Carolina A&T, and uh, he and the chapter president, uh, uh, Brother Richardson at the time, another Brother Richardson, and, mm -hmm. and now Brother Pittman, who is the president, they talked about doing um, a scholarship uh, sort of uh, program right. uh, just to talk to people about scholarships, let them know early that, hey, you know, this is something that you should do, uh, you know, no matter, even if you don't think, don't know if your child is going to college as a ninth grader, you know, take advantage anyway. Because yeah. once you learn more about the opportunities there, then that could turn uh, the parents, uh, change the parents' minds or change the students' minds. Say, hey, you know, I think we can do this. I yeah. think I will go to college and, and so forth. Very good point. Now, Andre, if you don't mind sharing from your personal experience. Now, here you are mm -hmm. having earned your Ph.D., mm -hmm. your doctorate in, in your field. Right. How soon was it for you? when you had the opportunity for you and your family to take advantage of, of any scholarships that were out there at the time that you were going through school? Well, unfortunately, I was one of those people that did not take advantage okay. of this opportunity right. because, <clears throat> because of the, the funds and the money, I didn't go directly to college. Okay. I actually went to the Navy. I was in the oh, Navy. Wow. I was in the Navy for okay. four years. Yeah. Uh, doing Desert Shield, Desert Storm. Well, Desert Shield and Desert Storm happened a, a few years after I was in the Navy. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until that point that I said, hey, you know, I probably should do a little bit better in high school. <laughs> I could have gotten some scholarships and so forth. Right. And in thinking about it, you know, I took the GI Bill, which is basically like scholarship money also, and uh, exactly. used that and, and went to college. And, and as a result of that, I became a teacher. And so I, uh, I taught students uh, I taught students in middle school, actually. Mm -hmm. And so I started talking to them early on 
about thinking about going to college. You can right. go to college. You know, start talking to parents about scholarships yeah. and so forth. And so it's, it's personal to me in that regard because I didn't know 30 years ago, because I graduated mm-hmm. from high school 30 years ago in 88, and I didn't know 30 years ago about the scholarship opportunities that were there yes. uh, or, or any, any of those things. So it's very near and dear and to my heart and personal to me. Well, thank you for sharing that. And we have the same graduation day. Oh, wow. Small world. <laughs> Small yeah. world. Exactly. And I can't believe 30 years. Yep, 30 it's been, years. It's been that long, Andre. <laughs> it's been that long. It doesn't seem like it. No, like, it doesn't. It right, really doesn't. And we doesn't. don't look like it. No, we don't. <laughs> I was going to say, brother, you look great. <laughs> oh, thank We're 30 you. years thank to, to have passed. Thank you so much. I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. But yes, when when we have an opportunity to hear a story such as yours, that really does help to reinforce. And the fact that you were focusing on your service to country Mm -hmm. and then to have that GI Bill with which to when you made that decision, because that really does also say that if it isn't in the immediate plan Mm -hmm. for one to go to school, sometimes we do take a break. It just happens where we have other things that we want to focus on. But if we refocus and we have that determination to go back to school, Mm -hmm. those opportunities are available. So is the scholarship that's there. Now, let me ask you one more question Mm -hmm. before we go to our first break of of the morning, Andre. This being, can this money be used at any school or at a particular school in general? At any school, because we talk to students about uh, scholarships. And we also talk to students how to look for scholarships right. beyond the conference. Even once mm-hmm. you go home, okay, here's some other ways that you can, um, uh, you know, look for scholarships. And we also have scholarships on the, on the website. Uh, so they can use the scholarships wherever they get the scholarship. They can use it anywhere. Excellent. And, now, unless me, it specifically says mm-hmm. it when they go to a particular site and it says, you know, you have to go to this particular institution. Right, right exactly. Right, but, that, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, and I may have a minute to get this one in, so let this be the last question officially, oh, okay, Andre, no before we go to break. I wanted to get back to you being a middle school teacher. What was mm-hmm. that experience like for you, especially for, for one coming out of the Navy, mm-hmm. going back to school, getting your uh, teaching degree or certificate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then having the opportunity to teach middle schoolers? Well, it, it was a great opportunity for me because I saw uh, those. I saw myself in those students. Nice. Uh, because I, I taught in, in a rural place, in actually my hometown. I taught in Henderson, North Carolina. I know where Henderson is. Yes, I taught yes. at one of, one of the middle schools there. So it Excellent. was very near and dear to my Wonderful. heart. And, you know, and uh, I just wanted to let those students know, hey, you know, I did it. I went to college. You know, I may not have gone right out of high school, but I was able to go to college. But you can go. Right. Um, you know, just focus, you know, right now is where you start preparing. You know, your middle school grades, you know, people don't look at that as on your transcript. So when you get to the ninth grade, and I taught eighth grade, when you get to the ninth grade, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll basically be starting over. Yeah. You can start over with your transcript. You can do well in school. You can do well on the ACT and mm-hmm. SAT and so yes. forth. And I just encourage and push those things as a teacher. Uh, early on uh, when I taught there. And it was it was a unique situation at my particular school because you also hear about uh, not too many uh, African-American males in the school, but exactly. the school where I taught at that time, our principal was African-American. He had a, um, he made it a point to try to hire African-American males. So the year that I started, mm-hmm. uh, six African-American males started at the same time. At the I, same at, time, at the same wow. time I started. And, and that, everyone was trying to figure out how that happened and how he did it. Exactly. That. And it really made a difference because we, you know, the students got a chance to see, hey, these guys, they went to college. You know, these are regular guys, you know, because we were regular guys. And so we tried to instill in them, you know, the importance of, of going to college and doing well in, in the high, middle school and high school. And thank you. I really, every opportunity, Andre, I get when I have a chance to engage in great conversations such as I'm having with you here 
right now on the first half of the weekend edition of Community Focus. I don't think teachers get enough credit. Mm -hmm. I don't think they get enough accolades. I don't think you get enough thank yous for doing what you do. And especially when you have particularly young black boys who can look directly in front of them and see someone who looks like them, who is a teacher. So to take this opportunity and just say thank you so much for what you have done, because really, and, and this is something that I always think about from time to time, and not to get, you know, off off kelter with mm-hmm. our conversation. Okay. But a lot of times when I think about, okay, for our doctors and our lawyers and our professional sports players mm-hmm. and athletes, mm-hmm. that these guys and girls had to learn from someone. Right, they right. were taught by someone. Yeah, and of course, when we talk about the disparity, unfortunately, with teacher pay, and that's a whole nother topic right, of discussion, right. that it's it's really amazing how some of our teachers aren't making nearly as much right. as some of our professional individuals who are in, in the working field. Right. And so I know you don't do it necessarily for the money. Mm-hmm. You do it for the joy of knowing that you're teaching a young boy yes. or a young girl to become whatever it is he or she wants to be. That's true. Yeah, so kudos to you, sir. Yeah. Thank you for doing that for yeah. those for your middle school students. Right. Just out of curiosity, do you have a chance to keep in contact or have you spoken to any of your former students over the years? I have, um, uh, you know, after teaching for a while, I worked in a higher education. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I've been working in higher education for a long time, but uh, so I, I would see some of those students along the way, and, and some of them, many of them, <clears throat> especially the males, right. uh, went on to college. Uh, uh, several of them went to different HBCUs in North Carolina, and, mm-hmm. and to see them, and they would say, hey, you know, Mr. Richard, I told you I was going to college. There was one in particular, there was one young man. He kept telling me that he was going to college, and he was going to be a member of my organization. Right. And I, and I was like, okay. And so, um, one of those we'll, we'll see, right? We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. He was a little challenging as an eighth grader, but he went on to high school and did well. And he went on to college and he graduated and uh, he did become a member of, of my organization. And then he also got a job working with the IRS. Wow, right? And so, so he, he went on to do great things. Uh, this is one in particular, but I could probably name 10 or 15. But yeah, there were many of them that that right. you know looked at the, us mm-hmm. in that uh in that space, and they said, hey, you know, I can go to college. I'm going to go to college. And, right. and, and you know, they didn't necessarily come from backgrounds where people went to college. They were first generations also. Right. And so, you know, they did well. Oh, what a beautiful story. Feel free to share more of those okay. in the second half of the program. And that's just really great that, and this is why, Andre, no doubt, that as a former teacher and for teachers who are listening, mm-hmm. this is why you did what you did yes, and why true. teachers do what they do is for the love of their kids. That's well, thank you, sir. Fine job for the first half of the show. By the way, you are a newbie. You family now. Oh, so. thank you very <laughs> You're much. Very thank welcome. you very much. I'm in the presence of greatness. So oh, I appreciate no, 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 that. no, 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 no. Other it. way around. <laughs> Other way around, brother. Other way around. <laughs> but no, this is what we do as a community is that we uplift and upbuild each other. So thank you so much for the great company. Thank you. And thank, thank you, Radio Family. You're fine company as well. We're going to hear more from Andre S. Richardson, recent Ph.D., so I got Dr. Richardson in the house, but we're going to keep it with Andre. Yes, that's fine. And to learn more about the Scholarship Community Focus Program here on the weekend edition of Community Focus, coming back right after this break. Thank you so much for tuning in. Radio Family, the weekend edition of Community Focus. It's here Saturday and Sunday mornings on our intercom stations. Thank you very much for your great company. Thank you for the good things you're doing in our communities. Wanted to say that early, and I likely will repeat that at the end of the program. 
engaged right now and continuing in wonderful conversation about the scholarship community focus program with Andre S. Richardson. Andre, I wanted to share, and I said we were going to do this several times throughout the course of our conversation, that with the Scholarship Community Focus Program, they can go to klscholars.com. That's Mm -hmm. correct. That's correct. Okay, and to learn more. Now, they have until, is there a particular deadline that you are focused on with this? or? Well, we... We're going to have a, a, a date, a deadline date, but we mm-hmm. said that we'll just keep it open until we get to a certain number okay, of great. participants. So that's Very what we're good. doing right now. Very good. What is the process for participating? That That's a nice uh, tie-in and into that question. Well, the process is just simply uh, go to the website and you just provide some basic information. And mm-hmm. uh, students can also bring a parent with them as well. So there, there's a question on it that, that asks them, uh, will they be bringing a parent? Right. And... Uh, you just show up on the day of the conference, uh, scholarship conference, which is going to be Saturday, April 28th, 2018. It's Saturday, April 28th, 2018, from 8.30 a.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. Now, that's a long day, but during that time, we will be providing a light breakfast, like a continental-type breakfast. Excellent. Uh, maybe a couple biscuits. We're still ironing <laughs> all of that out. Right. And coffee and juice. Uh, but we'll also have a, a full lunch uh, for the parents and the students as well. Excellent, because a good a good breakfast mm-hmm. and, and a good lunch, they say, and you may remember this from, from the days when we were about that age, mm-hmm. Andre, the, the importance of, of having that breakfast is That's the most true. important meal of the day. That's true. It really helps engage in, in our thinking, mm-hmm. and whether it's you know analytical, making application with certain things. Because nowadays, just as we had all these various subjects— mm-hmm. To learn from back in the day. And, of course, what you did as, as a middle school teacher, mm-hmm. what was your favorite subject to teach? Do you well, recall? Well, I was an English teacher, and oh, okay. uh, that was my favorite subject in school, and I majored in English when I went to college, so it was nice. English for me. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Now, were you, by chance, a first-generation college grad in I your family? Was, yes. I wow. Was, yeah. First no. in my family to go to college, and still am. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Wow. And there may be, for many who are listening to the program, that have a son or daughter who may be graduating from high school and going to an institute of of higher learning for the first time. Now, how much money can a student potentially receive from the scholarship community focus program? Well, it it depends on the students. They can, they can receive as much as they want because we kind of, we give out a scholarship. We also show them how to get scholarships as well. So um, a student can probably gain up to, you know, 20 to $30,000 in scholarships. It just depends because we show students, uh, the types of scholarships that are out there. And at many institutions, they have something that's called um, a presidential scholarship mm-hmm. something like that, or a chancellor scholarship right. where if your GPA is, is, is great and your test scores are great, mm-hmm. uh, you can get a full ride uh, to yeah. an institution. And even at private uh, institutions, I've worked at uh, three private uh, HBCUs. So even at private institutions, the presidential scholarship, you know, the tuition there is going to be much more. So it's like twenty something thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. students could get a full ride at a private HBCU, and that's about a hundred thousand dollars. So now, can you imagine how many <clears throat> happy parents right. that are listening that would say, "Oh, if my son or daughter mm-hmm. could, you know, apply for that and actually get it, how much of a financial relief?" Because you're right, and even with the twenty to thirty thousand mm-hmm. right. dollars, that's not too shabby either. That's because right. when we think about the cost of just a semester yes. of going to college yes, can, can be relatively sure expensive. Yep. Now, are only seniors allowed to participate, and will this be an annual program? Well, we, we want this to be an annual program. and um, No, actually, we, are, we want 
more sophomores and juniors to attend. Seniors can come, right? But they're right there at the end where all the scholarships have been given, probably to seniors and, and so forth. So, right, I uh, want to focus on tenth and eleventh graders, but nine through twelve grade, uh, mm-hmm. I encourage to come and attend. Okay, excellent. And so, parents, you're hearing it firsthand from Andre Richardson, who is joining me here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. Great information about the upcoming scholarship Community Focus program. Again, the date. So mark this on your calendars. Will be on Saturday, Saturday April twenty eighth, twenty eighteen, from eight thirty to three o'clock p.m. But you must register online before you can attend. Okay. Now, is this where they need to go to klscholars.com? klscholars.com, okay. uh, because Kappa Lambda chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha, along with the uh, Colleges of Education at North Carolina A&T, uh, hosting and sponsoring this event. Excellent. So, Radio Family, that date's just around the corner. So take advantage of this as of yesterday. Yes. As the expression goes. Mm-hmm. And now, where's the location? Where will it be? It will be place? on campus at North Carolina A&T in um, Proctor Hall, which is the College of Education. Okay. Uh, so there's no real address for it. But right, when, right. When people but if you're arrive, familiar with A&T's right, campus, right. yeah. And we'll have signage posted. Very and good. People will be outside also to guide people to where they need to go and park. And Excellent. Parking is, parking is free unless you park in the parking deck, but we don't want mm-hmm. people to park in the parking deck. We want them to park in the parking lot for Proctor Hall, and if they're right. – that lot is full. We'll have people there to direct them to another free lot. That Excellent. way they won't have to pay anything for the whole day. Wonderful. That's what it's all about. And that's definitely a keeping it, Andre, within the community. Now, when's the last time you had a chance to visit your alma mater at A&T? Well, I was at A&T, uh, see, I was there yesterday for a meeting. Oh, okay. A meeting. So very recent. Excellent. Excellent. Now, as far as this becoming an annual program, what are some things that you hope to, if it's not already incorporated with the Scholarship Community Focus Program, what are some other things that you would like to see added down the road as the years go by? Anything that comes well, to mind? For me, as someone who's done college fairs and so forth, mm-hmm. I would like to see maybe some colleges and universities come, expand it so some colleges and universities come and they can say, hey, we're going to offer on the spot. Right. Uh, scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to extend it to that, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not my vision. It's to organize all of our visits together. So right. it's, that's a good question. And it's a question I'll probably take back because oh. it's such a good question. Well, thank and, you. Um, and so I, in my vision, I would like to see that, you know, more people just saying, hey, you know, uh, I have two $10,000 scholarships that I'm going to give out to, uh, you know, right. a person who is this, this, and this, someone it's- who's from uh, – uh, you know, a rural area, someone who's first-generation college student and so forth. So in my vision, I'd like to see that almost like a, a, a all-day lottery where people just giving out money, scholarship money all day long. Well, Andre, all I can say, never say never. Right. You may have that one individual that's listening to you at this very moment right. who may be saying, well, let me be that person to, to get the ball rolling, right. so to speak. And, my friend, it also will allow an opportunity, of course, for you to come on a future program oh, wow. down yeah, the road. In fact, we can always do a post show. Okay, that sounds great. To, to give us some information on, on the turnout. Okay. And, you know, obviously the feedback that will come from families that are able to attend. Mm-hmm. So, Radio Family, we can't stress this enough. Please come out and support this wonderful event, the Scholarship Community Focus Program. Andre, getting back to some of your other students, is there another student in particular that stands out that you want to share from a past experience? Um, yes, I'll probably share. There was a young lady um, who, who did not know how she was going to go to college, wanted mm-hmm. to go to college, and I think she was raised by foster parents. Uh, they hadn't gone to college, mm-hmm. and um, she was a, a really good student. 
Um, so I don't know exactly how. I knew she had scholarship money. Oh, she also participated in things like uh, the trio program, okay. the Upward Bound. Cause right, I, uh, right. When I was working at another institution, I saw her on the campus, and she was in, in those programs. So that was helpful. And then she started finding out about scholarships and so forth. Excellent. She actually came to school in Greensboro, too. She went to UNCG undergraduate, I think. Mm -hmm. She received scholarship money and so forth from the institution as well. Right. And she was able to uh, go to school, and she's actually now a teacher in, in Henderson, North Carolina. Don't you just love that <clears throat> when it comes full circle? Yeah, you have former students, especially, yeah. who follow <clears throat> in the same profession yep. that you have been in, and to just see... Really, Andre, they are your kids, right. even true. though, you know, you may, you may not be their biological father right. yes, or, or parent. Yes. But in a lot of ways, when we think about it, that's what teachers were right. to us. They were the adults that we looked up to. They were the adults that said, you know what, I want to be somebody yes. mm -hmm. when I grow up. And mm -hmm. how nice, because we all can probably recall that one favorite teacher mm -hmm. that stood out. Is that the case for you? Can can you remember one or maybe a couple of teachers? Well, my first grade teacher was my favorite teacher. Her name yeah. was Miss Valentine. Oh, so, <laughs> love the so, last name. Right, so Miss Valentine, you know. She, she was your sweetheart. She was, she was, and gave a lot of love. And she, yeah. you know, always encouraged me and, you know, nice. told me that I was smart and so forth. And right. um, so she was uh, my all-time favorite teacher in elementary, yeah. well, in, in school from K through 12. Right. Oh, mm -hmm. great. And it's really wonderful when you have great teachers like that that see something in you that right away you don't see in yourself. That's true. And when you have that reinforced over the years from, from other teachers, it mm -hmm. is, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity. I know for, for me, I have so many, mm -hmm. uh, probably for me, my favorite teacher was, or one of my favorites when I took French in high school. Mm -hmm. And that was my first time engaging in a foreign language. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that, you know, it was an opportunity to speak another language right. other than English. Mm -hmm. And she was just so proper with it. Right. And she was that type of teacher who obviously had been to France mm -hmm. on a number of occasions. So she had that personal experience. Mm -hmm. But what, what I really loved about her is, is her engagement mm -hmm. with her students and how she was more than just a teacher. Yes. You know, a lot of times when you're outside of the classroom, you still have that that bond yes. if we if you will mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the great thing too about it andre is long after you're finished with high school and even when you're finished with college mm -hmm. and you just happen to just on some random occasion mm -hmm. you're out and about somewhere in public and you look and you're like hey, yeah. i remember that yeah. that's that's my teacher right. that's mm -hmm. that's miss Smythe. or in right. french we called her madame Smythe. Oh. Mm. for french <laughs> uh -huh. for french right but i remember one time, and this was, oh, it's been so long ago, but I'll, I'll share a, a, a moment with you, Andre and, and Radio Family. This was years ago when my grandmother was still living, mm -hmm. and we happened to be out eating. We went to a K&W mm -hmm. that was in Winston-Salem. I think it used to be located off of Chatelon Drive, somewhere close to the WXII TV station that's mm -hmm. still there. And the restaurant's no longer there, but at the time, we were eating. And she happened to see a lady sitting in a booth eating dinner by herself. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and she said, you see that lady over there? I said, yeah, what about her? She said, that was my third grade teacher. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, mind you, oh, wow. Andre, <clears throat> my grandmother was probably in her late 70s. Oh, wow. 
early 80s then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for her to say that's her third grade teacher. Now, I'm thinking to myself, well, how oh, old see. is this lady if you're, <laughs> right. if you're this age <laughs> right, now? Right. But she looked incredible. She had to at least been, if not knocking on 100 mm-hmm. At that time. And I was like, really? You're a third grade teacher? Wow. wow. So when you get moments like that mm-hmm. where you can mm-hmm. reflect on individuals, especially our teachers that we may have the fortunate ability to keep in contact with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in some cases, Andre, if you think about, there are a lot of, I'll say, our seasoned teachers that not only taught us, right. but also may have taught our moms and right. dads when that's, we were in school. Yeah. Because I remember I had a lot of friends in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That when we had, whether it was a home ec teacher mm-hmm. or one of our financial teachers, mm-hmm. or in your case, when you taught English, right. to have an English teacher, and they say, yeah, I remember you were just like mm-hmm. your mom right. and dad mm-hmm. when you were in <laughs> yeah. school. Yeah. So that's really amazing. Yeah. Really amazing. And it's so, it's so nice to share stories like this, especially here on the program. So thank you for that. Andre, I wanted to get back to a little bit, especially focusing on the scholarships mm-hmm. and the fact that when... Again, Radio Family, if you're just tuning in, welcome to the weekend edition of Community Focus as I have Andre Richardson joining me with information on the Scholarship Community Focus Program. Again, KL, that's K-L, K as in, what word can I think of? Other than if you spell candy with a K. Kite, thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. See, that's why you're a teacher. (laughs) Ellis and Larry, so that's klscholars.com. But, Andre, when you think about the gazillions of scholarships that are out there that a lot of our students and particularly or equally our parents aren't aware of, I remember one time I I had another member of our community-focused family on the program. We were talking about scholarships, and she mentioned scholarships for if you happen to be Mm left-handed. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, that was me. Where was this scholarship when I was Mm -hmm. in school? Mm -hmm. Or if you wear glasses, there may be a scholarship for that. So really, it's just the gamut of what's out there when through this scholarship community focus program, you're really teaching families how to do that really deep research on how to find those scholarship dollars. Yeah, that's true. And it's interesting that you mentioned that point because uh, uh, Dr. Anthony Graham, who is the, the director for this uh, program, he's also the dean of the College of Education at North Carolina mm. He actually did that at one of the conferences. He said, you know, I'm going to break myself down. He said, okay, I'm a black male. Right. I'm tall. Yeah. You know, I'm right-handed or whatever. You know, I, I'm this, I'm that. Mm-hmm. He actually broke it all down like that, and he told the parents and the students, you could do the same thing and just say, okay, see if there's a, a scholarship out there for being a black male, for, for being tall. Right, for, right. you know, being right-handed or left-handed, as you say. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So those, those are types of things that we'll discuss as well at this conference. Absolutely. And again, the conference, our radio family, we're going to keep reminding you, Saturday, April 28th, mm-hmm. 8.30 until 3 p.m., Proctor Hall on the campus of North Carolina A&T State University. Did I do okay? You did well. Well, thank you. <laughs> and that's that radio family is without taking my notes. Right. So, yeah. So e- even though it's been eons, mm-hmm, <laughs> Trey, mm-hmm. since we've been out of school, right. the old ticker still works. I, I see. I see. <laughs> Working well, too. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very, well. very much. Right. Now, Andre, any, as far as, not necessarily closing thoughts on the show, but in the next remaining minutes that we have, mm-hmm. what would you tell to, to any of our, our students, our young ones who are listening, when they're hearing about programs like this? What kind of advice would you pass along to that individual? Well, I would say, you know, anytime that you have uh, 
an opportunity to take advantage of an opportunity, you know, take it. You know, anytime a, a door is open, I mean, someone knocks at the door, open the door. Uh, because oftentimes we, what I've learned in life is sometimes you're kind of pushed and steered in a certain direction. Right. But, you know, we don't always go in that direction. Right. Sometimes, you mm -hmm. know, we should if it's a good direction. Yeah. And so uh, just like this opportunity here is, is free. Uh, all you have to do is just go online to register. It takes about five minutes. So anytime there's the opportunity where you don't have to pay any money, you don't have to do anything, someone's giving you something or giving you information, mm -hmm. always take advantage. And so that's what I would tell young people, you know, no matter what age and grade, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it doesn't really click in until you get a little bit older. But definitely by the right. time you're in high school, ninth oh, yeah. grader, it should, uh, it should click in saying, hey, you know, I need to think about what I'm going to do a little bit of exactly. my future. So. That's a very good point, too, because, Andre, I think about and I don't want to necessarily refer to it as the horror stories, but I guess it is what it is mm -hmm. when we hear about individuals who either didn't have an opportunity to take advantage of the scholarships mm -hmm. or just didn't know they were out there, they weren't aware of it. Mm -hmm. But when we think about individuals like ourselves, when we're long done with our schooling, and unfortunately we, we have those student loans, yes. which for yes. some people can be nightmares. Right. And it just really blows my mind when, when I hear stories of individuals who are in the working world, mm -hmm. they have families, mm -hmm. They're repaying thousands of dollars right. when they were in school. Right. And it's like they're still making payments from like over 20 to 30 plus years ago. That's true. Because, you know, when when you're borrowing mm -hmm. that large amount of money, right. number one, obviously, it's going to take time to repay it unless right. you just make that type right. of money with, with your type of, of job. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately for the majority of us who are struggling right. just to make ends meet mm -hmm. paycheck. Yes, to paycheck. Yes, yes. It's rough. Mm -hmm. So how nice that as parents and, and their kids are listening that you have a conference that's really focusing on the need to really take advantage mm -hmm. of, like you said, those free dollars yes. that are out there. Yes, that's true. That's yeah. True. So uh, hopefully they will take advantage, not just of this opportunity, but any opportunity Absolutely. that you hear about scholarships mm -hmm. or any programs that talk about uh, college and college funding, mm -hmm. please, please take advantage, please. Absolutely. And another nice thing, too, that, that just popped into my head, Andre, is that when we think about the various schools that, say, our kids want to go to, you always have those wonderful opportunities. And this made me think about you when you were in the Navy. Mm -hmm. A lot of the places that you got to visit mm -hmm. when you were in the military. Yes. Similar to some degree along the lines when kids can get those scholarships, especially if they want to study abroad. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely take advantage of those opportunities. Right. As, as a young man, when I was uh, 18, 19, 20, 21 in, in the Navy, I, I didn't know what great an opportunity that was because right. I was in the Navy, so I was on the ship. Mm -hmm. And so when the ship goes out to sea, you may go to about 10 different countries or whatever in a six month period. Wow. Because every two weeks, you know, we would pull into a different port. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I had a good time and, and, and took a few pictures, but, uh, you know, I wish I had taken more pictures and and really, like, been into it. But now, as you mentioned, uh, students get a chance to do that in school by, you know, study abroad opportunities, um, even alternative spring break trips where they may go to another country. And exactly. So uh, they should take advantage of those opportunities because you can learn so much by going away from home or going to exactly, another country. Exactly, right. Seeing how people live and seeing the different, um, what they can teach you and exactly. some things that you can learn and bring back home. Maybe That's true. Maybe teach and help someone else. That's true. I, I think the, the terminology when we were in school, and likely I guess it still applies, mm -hmm. 
is that it's a great opportunity to absorb the culture and especially the language. And when we look at the melting pot of where we are just here in the United States alone, Mm -hmm. there are so many different languages that are spoke in addition to English. So to get acclimated, if you do have the fortunate ability to travel abroad Mm -hmm. and to learn that language and become immersed, I think was the word Mm -hmm. that that we used to use. Immersed in the culture. Exactly, back Mm -hmm. in the day. Immersed in the language and able to speak. Because really, if we think about it, Andre, Mm -hmm. our kids nowadays, the norm is now becoming speaking more than one language. Right, that's true. That's true. That's absolutely true. Uh, They're starting in... Well, it wasn't like this when we were exactly. coming, coming up, but now they're starting in elementary school right. teaching students other languages, um, exactly English and French and so forth. And right. In, in some cases, even Mandarin, you know. Uh, yes. And other languages, so it, it's it's very important. But I think that's good because in other countries they speak more than one language. You know? Exactly. Uh, um, in other countries, many of them speak uh, their language and they also speak English. Exactly. And so I think that it's, it's a good idea for us to get on board and do the same thing. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because mm-hmm. to take it one step further, Andre, you have a lot of situations where even whether it's here in the States or abroad, mm-hmm. the children who speak multiple languages mm-hmm. really become the interpreters yes. for their families yes. because they have they may have grandparents or mother and father who don't speak English very well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when they're out, maybe at the grocery store and a restaurant, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just really just to kind of sit back and kind of observe. The child is is interpreting, Mm -hmm. interpreting rather, Mm -hmm. for for the parent. Yeah, Yeah, by by speaking English or whatever the dominating language of of the culture may be. So just wonderful, wonderful opportunities all around. Well, Andre, any closing thoughts? Anything that I didn't mention that you would like to bring up in the last remaining minutes? No, of the you're such a professional. I think you mentioned you. it all. And um, <laughs> that's you too, sir. And, and um, you know, we we mentioned the website a couple times where to register, and we mentioned the importance of uh, seeking and, and looking for scholarships, and also the importance of of uh, seeking higher education. Uh, because I, I worked at an institution one time. Uh, actually, I'll say at Livingstone College uh, mm-hmm. in Salisbury. Uh, North Carolina and the president, Dr. Jimmy Jenkins, would always say a college degree is the quickest way out of poverty and into the middle class. Uh, if you just get an education, eventually you'll you know earn more money. You should earn more money and make it uh, to uh, out of a, a, a low socioeconomic situation. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's still true today. Um, education is is the key. Uh, to changing your situation, changing your life. Surely there are other ways to do it as well, you know, by getting trades and so forth. But right. even if you don't want to go that route, at mm-hmm. least look at getting more education, even if it's more education in a trade or something like that. And Andre, to look at it from another standpoint, you're never too old to take a knowledge That's right. That's true. Of, of any kind. And that, when we do as we get older, I mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. word is we, we right. do gather yeah. or take in a little more wisdom than, than what we did when we were younger. That's true. That's and true. to have the opportunity to look back on those moments and, and say and really to share with our own kids, mm-hmm. you know, our personal experience of when I was in college. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, these are some of the things that I did. Right. Um, I know particularly <laughs> the first thing. That that most colleges will take a look at is in the freshman year, and this is probably another good thing that you may or may not touch on mm-hmm, at the conference. Mm-hmm. I think this is a, so important that for our students and kids who are listening, mm-hmm. if they don't hear it from mom and dad, 
hear it from us here on Community Focus. Right. We always seem to be the targets of certain companies, yes, yes. credit card companies, yes, and, and yes, all yes. of this this merchandise mm-hmm. and ways in mm-hmm. which they want to entice kids to, to do a lot of unnecessarily spending. Right, that's true. And I think it's the same for us as adults as mm-hmm. well, because even when we're out of school, we, we still get that, right, <laughs> whether it's true. in the form of mail. And then, you know, when we look at technology mm-hmm. and, and social media and things of that nature. Sure. But just so many things mm-hmm. that not just what we learn in the classroom, yep. but going to college really can be a life learning yes, experience true. True, for know, a lot of us as well. I, I know uh, years ago when we went to college, you had to learn how to survive and, and eat noodles and noodles and oh, all that type of stuff. Yes. And you know what? I think kids are still doing it because right, I, I still so. see them in the grocery stores. And I'm like, oh, I'm so past that now. <laughs> right. Even though I still have my struggles, right. but it's like I got to mm-hmm. find something else to, to replace, you know, yeah, those ramen noodles. Yeah, but absolutely. I've enjoyed our conversation because it's really so brought right. back a lot of great memories so right. of being in school. Well, Andre, thank you so much. Again, klscholars.com mm-hmm. is where you want to Radio Family register for the conference, the Scholarship Community Focus Program. Again, it's Saturday, April 28th. Again, right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Get registered as quickly as you possibly can. Yes. 8.30 a.m. until 3 p.m. Beautiful campus of North Carolina A&T State University. It will be inside Proctor Hall. Mm-hmm. Can I get an Aggie Pride from you before we go? Can I get an Aggie Pride? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Andre, welcome to the Community Focus family. All right. Thank you. I You're appreciate so it. Thank you for having me. Welcome. I appreciate it. I have enjoyed your company. Andre, with me, never any goodbyes, my friend. So until that next time. Until the next time. Thank you very much. And thank you, Radio Family, for your great company as well. Indeed, until that next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your weekend. Thank you for tuning in to Community Focus. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.